Indeed, Allah sent His final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the final messenger to come before the end of time, the final messenger for the message to carry on until the end of time, until the day that we meet Allah. He sent him to give good news to the believers of the rewards that they're going to receive and also to give a kind reminder and a message for those who don't realize that they could start realizing what's going to happen to them if they don't believe in Allah. And we ask Allah to send peace and blessings upon him, the final messenger Muhammad, our beloved, our leader, the one that we follow, and we ask Allah to send peace and blessings upon him and his family and the Sahaba who followed him. And we try our best to follow his example, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, on this last day of Rabi' al-Awwal. Tomorrow the new month starts, I believe. That's what it says on the calendar at least. Everybody in the Quraysh, everybody in Mecca, they knew who Prophet Muhammad was, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, what he was like, his character his demeanor, the way he interacted with people, the way everybody trusted and loved him. They knew about that. And so it became a huge test for them when he brought the message from Allah that they didn't like. They didn't deny him because of who he was. They didn't deny him and disbelieve in him because he did something wrong to them. The only reason was because he brought a message that they didn't like. He brought the message of truth. And on the day of judgment, angels are going to tell people, we brought you to the truth, but you guys hated the truth. That's the reason they denied the messenger of Allah And so today we're going to talk about how that went, how that test went for them. It was a big test for them. Because their whole life was built around the worship of idols. And here comes a messenger who says not to worship idols. Their whole life falls apart in their mind if they don't worship idols. So it was a big test for them. Allah talks about that test in Surah Al-Qalam. Surah Noon. And this is one of the very first surahs of the Qur'an. Meaning, the very first surahs that Angel Jibreel brought to Prophet Muhammad you know the very first one was Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalaqa, the first five ayahs of Surah Al-Alaq. Surah Al-Qalam came soon after that. It's a very fresh surah at the very beginning of his uh, prophethood and his revelation, or the revelation, receiving the revelation of Allah. So Allah tells us, Noon, Wal-Qalami wa ma yasturoon, ma anta bi-ni'mati Rabbika bi-majnoon, وَإِنَّ لَكَ لَأَجْرًا غَيْرَ مَمْنُونَ وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٌ Three major things about Muhammad, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the final messenger. مَا أَنْتَ بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ بِمَجْنُونَ وَإِنَّ لَكَ لَأَجْرًا غَيْرَ مَمْنُونَ وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٌ And for these three things that the messenger of Allah possessed sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah swears, says, Noon, وَالْقَلَمِ وَمَا يَسْطُرُونَ Al-Qalam, 
was the first creation of Allah. The first thing Allah ever created was Al-Qalam, the pen. Everything comes from the pen. And Allah told the pen to write, and the pen wrote everything that was going to be created, and everything that was going to happen. Allah swears by the pen that messenger, the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad wasallam, he has these three things. He has sound intellect. His intellect, his intelligence, his brain is sound. There's no problem with his brain. You're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with your brain. Number two, you will have a great reward. This is very encouraging. From the very beginning of being in charge of spreading this message, Allah tells him you're going to get a great reward. Now, if the teacher promises you that you're going to get a great reward for doing this, that tells you that you're doing the right thing. If the teacher tells you you're going to get a great grade, you're going to get a high grade, that tells you that the teacher is approving what you're doing, that what you're doing is the right thing. So when Allah says that you are going to get a great reward, that's not going to end, that means that Allah is confirming to him that you are following the right way. You are following the right faith. You have iman, you have guidance, and you're following the guidance of Allah. It's confirming to him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that even before Angel Jibreel came to him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was already aware of who Allah is and trying to figure out what's the proper way to live his life. And Allah confirms to him, you're going to get a great reward because you're on the right path. You're doing what's right. You have iman. You have guidance now. So with that iman and that guidance, you're going to get the best reward. And the third thing that Allah says about the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ It's not only that you are, you have faith and you're following the right guidance and you're following the right way. It's not only that you're worshipping Allah correctly, that you're doing the right things. It's also that you have the best behavior and interactions with others. You have the best behavior and interactions with others. And that's what we started talking about. Everybody knew in Mecca. Everybody knew him to be the best man, trustworthy, that everybody loved. Everybody trusted him. When the entire city was going to get into a fight over the black stone, they decided that he was the man in the entire city. He's the man that everybody chose. This is when he was younger. Before, before any message, before any revelation, he's the man that they chose to settle the discussion and choose who was going to put the black stone. They were going to fight over it. They were killing each other. They were going to kill each other over it. They chose Muhammad wasallam to settle the, the, the discussion. Subhanallah. This is the Messenger of Allah wasallam. So it's not only about how smart you are, it's also about following the right way. The Messenger of Allah wasallam. it's not just that he was smart, he was also following the right way. He had faith in Allah. He believed in Allah. And not only did he have faith in Allah and believe in Allah and follow the right way, he also had great character and interactions with others. That's a guideline for us. Be the best that you can, you have to also work on your interactions with others. On your behavior, on your demeanor, on the way, on your manners, in the way you talk to other, others, in the way you discuss things, in the way, in the way you behave in public, in private, when you talk to people. All three of these things are very important. 
Now, before I go down a little bit down that page, let's talk about that test for the Quraysh. It was a huge test for them. Because the Messenger of Allah, as perfect as he is with all three of these characteristics, they still did not want to accept him because the message, they didn't like the message. So Allah gives an example. They are like these other people. These other people, they were in the same situation. They had a great example to follow. Just like they know Muhammad was a perfect man, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Just like they knew how good he was. It was so hard because the message, they didn't like the message. So Allah tells us this story of young brothers who ended up being in charge of a huge orchard, or you can call it a garden, that had plenty of fruits, that now they're in charge of that garden because their father passed away. They're in charge of what they're going to do with that whole garden. And subhanAllah, I was discussing today with some students that sometimes when you say garden, like what's the big deal about having a garden? We don't realize what that meant back in the days. That was an incredible amount of wealth. Just to give you an example that I discussed with some students today, the, the, the town of Khaybar, which is in Arabia, it was a town at the time of the Messenger of Allah wasallam. Now the government blocked it off completely, nobody, can, nobody lives there. But it has hundreds and hundreds of palm trees. So that's, you know, that's a garden. It's full of palm trees. The harvest of Khaybar brought 40,000 camel loads of dates every year. 40,000 camels, load them with dates. That's how many dates came from that garden every year. So when you say a garden, these brothers, they owned a garden, an orchard. They had a lot of income from that garden. And their test was that they knew deep inside their father was sharing and letting the poor people come to his garden to pick the fruits themselves so that the poor people would not be hungry. They knew deep inside that that was a good thing to do. They knew deep inside that that was the best way to follow. Just like the people of Mecca, they knew deep inside that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is a great man. These people, these brothers, they knew their father was sharing and that's the right thing to do. But they were too worried about their money. That if they share the garden, now it's not just one man, their father, now it's a bunch of brothers. And they have their families to take care of. How are they going to make it if it's all these different families? It used to be for one family, now it's going to be for all these different families. They got scared that they're not going to make enough money. So they said, let's not invite the poor. Now Allah describes their behavior, you see, as a result of not following what they know deep inside is the right thing to follow. As a result, their behavior became terrible. Their behavior started going bad. And so Allah describes for half a page how they behaved. They were talking to each other in a whispering voice, giving looks at other people, walking around like a gang, intimidating people, Allah destroyed their entire garden, but they passed the test. They realized their mistake was what? Allah destroyed the entire garden, everything they had. He destroyed all of it. And then that's when they realized and they turned back to Allah. They turned back to Allah, they realized everything they had came from Allah, they changed their attitude. 
So Allah is telling the Quraysh, the people of Mecca, do you want that to happen to you before you turn back to Allah? You're behaving, you're, you're going through a test just like these people. How did they pass the test? What did they have to go through to pass the test? Their entire garden was completely destroyed. Nothing left. So people of Mecca, you're going through this test. You don't like the message. Are you waiting for Allah to destroy everything you have before you accept the message? It's the ball's in your court. Allah is saying, the ball's in your court. When you're faced, this is not for all of you students, when you're faced with a situation where you know deep inside what's right, it's hard and you don't want to do it. The ball's in your court. Allah is saying, the ball's in your court. You know what's deep, what's right deep inside? You have to make the choice. You can choose to do the right thing now, or you can choose to wait until Allah gives something to you. And what did He do to these brothers? He destroyed their entire garden. SubhanAllah. So may Allah guide us to fix ourselves before it's too late. May Allah guide us to follow what we know is right, is good and right deep inside. Ameen. Now before I conclude, a couple more things. After Allah described the Messenger of Allah with these three beautiful characteristics, that he's not just smart, but he also follows the right way, he follows what is right, he has faith and follows what is right, and as a result he's going to get a great reward. And on top of that, he has great manners and character, the way he interacts with people. After mentioning these three great characteristics of the Messenger of Allah Allah goes through a list of ten terrible behaviors or terrible attitudes. He goes through a list of ten things that are terrible. And he opposes them to, you know, it's right there on the same page to make us, to wake us up and make us realize we have to focus on this. Because it's not just about following the right way and following what you know is right deep inside. It's also about the way you interact. We said just a minute ago, these brothers, they didn't want to follow what they knew was right. They didn't want to share. And that caused them to have bad behavior, bad manners. They were walking around like a gang. So Allah says, don't, don't, uh, don't pay attention. Don't give your attention to a person who, and then the list of ten things comes. Halafim mahin. He spends his time swearing by Allah for many, many things that are true or not true. It doesn't matter. He doesn't realize what. It, he doesn't respect Allah's greatness. He swears by Allah. He says Wallah all the time as if it's nothing. He doesn't respect Allah and His greatness. So he uses Allah's names all over the place for lies and for other things. Maheen, the way he talks, people don't like the way he talks. He, talk, he talks down, he talks trash, he, he uses bad language. He's just not approachable the way he behaves. Halafim Maheen. Hamazin, Masha'im binameen. He keeps on putting people down. He uses his language, puts people down. People don't feel like he likes them. He's always criticizing, always people, putting people down. So Allah is telling His Messenger, don't pay attention to a person like this. Masha'im bin Amim. Every time he gets an opportunity, what does this person do? They hear something from one person, and they go to another person, do you know what he said about you? And then from that person, do you know what he said about you? And every time they go back and forth from people saying, do you know what he said, do you know what he said? They exaggerate. They add things that were not said. Masha'im bin Amim. Whenever he sees people doing good, he tries to prevent that good from happening. He tries to stop 
people from doing good things. Mu'tadin athim. He takes away people's rights and he takes away his own rights. He sins all the time. So Allah is calling our attention to all of these different things to invite us to be like the Messenger of Allah. Use our intellect. You're smart, so use your intellect. Follow the right way and try your best to improve your manners. Allahumma kama hassanta khalqi fahassin khuluqi. Ya Allah, just like you have made our creation, our physical body nice, make our behavior and our manners nice. Ameen. We thank Allah for providing us the guidance and we ask Allah to make us of the people who use their intellect or not just smart but we make the right decisions Ameen We make the right decisions we follow the right way we follow what we know is right Ameen Allah make us from among those people and that we improve our character in the way we interact with others all the time Ameen That we try our best to follow the Messenger of Allah and follow His way His character not just that we do things that he did, but we behave in the way that he behaved. We try our best to follow his example in everything we do in our life. Ameen. Last thing from Surah Al-Qalam. On the Day of Judgment, those kinds of people that Allah described, everything we've just talked about basically, those kinds of people, they would love to make sujood, but they can't. They would love to make sujood. There's nothing else that they would love more than to make sujood. But they can't. Their physical body is not able to make sujood. Why? They can't even look up. Their eyes are completely downcast. They don't have the opportunity to look up. They're completely depressed. So depressed that they can't even physically look up. They're covered with humiliation. Complete disgrace. Because, وَقَدْ كَانُوا يُدْعَوْنَ إِلَى السُّجُودِ وَهُمْ سَالِمُونَ When they used to be able to make sujood, and they were asked and called to make sujood, they did not make sujood. May Allah protect us from being among these people. All people would love to be able to make sujood on the Day of Judgment. Let's be people who love to make sujood now, so that on the Day of Judgment, when everybody else would love to make sujood, we are able to make sujood. We are able to make sujood and we enter Jannah. Ameen. Perfect your salah. Take your salah seriously. Make salah on time. Show Allah how much you love to make sujood. You love to come to salah, so that on the Day of Judgment, you go to Jannah. You get to meet Allah. You get to make sujood. Well, all the other people are not going to be able to. Because of their behavior in this life. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Ya Allah, give us all sorts of good, the best of all sorts of good of this dunya, and the best of all sorts of good in the hereafter. Ameen. And protect us from any punishment in the fire. Ameen. وَصَلِّ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا وَحَبِيبِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَ